Good evening, friends. Welcome to our evening contemplative service that we call Foundry, a time of contemplative practice where we can be refined, where we can find God's grace for us even as we begin a new week. Uh, my name is Ann Jacob, and I serve as one of the pastors here. And we are delighted to welcome you online, for those of you joining us online and those of you joining us in person. Our bulletin today, uh, the things along the left margin, we will speak aloud, and those things that are indented, we will sing together. Will you join me in our call to worship? Blessed are the wanderers seeking affirmation. Blessed are the worshipers praying from closets, pulpits, pews, and hardship. Blessed are the lovers of leaving, leaving family and familiarity, leaving tables where love is not being served. Blessed are those who stay. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the queer disciples of truth, living, breathing, sacred reflections of divine love. This day and always, may we delight in your blessing, O strange one, fabulous one, fluid and ever becoming one.
Summer Day by Mary Oliver. Who made the world? Who made the swan and the black bear? Who made the grasshopper? This grasshopper, I mean. The one who has flung herself out of the grass. The one who is eating sugar out of my hand. Who is moving her jaws back and forth instead of up and down. Who is gazing around with her <clears throat> enormous and complicated eyes. Now she lifts her pale forearms and thoroughly washes her face. Now she snaps her wings open and floats away. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll, stroll through the fields, which is what I have been doing all day. Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? honesty and vulnerability, let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. God of all the saints, 
God of all the sinners, hear our prayer. We would be saint-like, holy, good, patient, loving, but often we end up feeling more like sinners, full of failures of morality, selfish, mean. Perhaps you see us simply as human, as beloved and flawed and trying and failing and succeeding. In all of this, forgive the wrong that we have done and bless the good we have accomplished. Keep on loving us and helping us and molding us more and more into the image of Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. hear this good news. The love of God is beyond measure and we are included in that love. Know that we are forgiven and thus freed to love and serve. Alleluia. Amen. when we gather in Christian community, we have the practice of reconciling our hearts toward God and one another. And so as we gather on the ancestral lands of the Coast Salish people, I invite us to turn our hearts toward God and our neighbor through the passing of the peace. For those of us in the room, that could be a hug or a peace sign or a fist bump. And for those of you joining online, I invite you to turn to someone you have either online or someone in the room and offer Christ's peace. The peace of Christ be with you all, and also with you.
Peace be with you. Yeah. few moments, I invite you into a time of prayer where we can collectively offer prayers out loud, and I will offer about six petitions, and after each, I'll invite us to answer a question, for what or for whom do we pray? And in those moments that follow, I invite us to offer aloud the prayers that we hold on our hearts so that we collectively may share the burden of praying for each of those things. And at the end of that, I will offer Lord in your mercy, where we can sing the refrain together. Let us pray. Loving God, we pray in gratitude to those in our communities, our biological families, and our chosen families and friends. Friends, for what or for whom do we pray? Mercy. 
God, we pray for those who are sick and hospitalized, those who feel the burden of the days, those who are struggling with all kinds of illness. Friends, for what or for whom do we pray? Living God, we pray for ourselves, for our joys and concerns and needs. Friends, for what do we pray? Forgiving God, we pray for people who we have caused harm or we have let become enemies. Friends, for what or for whom do we pray?
mercy. for this world, for all of creation, for places of unrest and suffering, as well as places of joy and hope. Friends, for what or for whom do we pray? God, we come to you as we are, as beloved children of God. As we go into this week, surround us with your loving kindness and help us to love kindness, do justice, and walk humbly with you. Lord, in your mercy.
A reading of Psalm 126, a harvest of joy and a song of ascents. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the watercourses in the Negev. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy carrying their sheaths. We'll be continuing in our practice of the examine this week, and if this is the first time or the 50th time that you're practicing with us, the examine is a spiritual exercise of contemplation that St. Ignatius of Loyola taught and thought that all people should be taught as a way of connecting with God and as a way of discerning God's direction in our lives. And he had the idea that there would be a certain number of things that we would reflect on con called consolations. And they were things that connected us to God and with others and ourselves. And then there are a certain number of things called desolations, things that disconnected us from God and one another and ourselves. And he said that when we reflected and con contemplated on our consolations and desolations, we would start to see God everywhere and notice the ways that God is moving in our lives. I personally really like the examine because um, in the civil rights movement, Thurman and King and other leaders in the movement would find ways to ground themselves in spiritual practices like the examine in order to see where they were connected with one another and the movement, and where they were disconnected from one another and the movement. And so I think it's a really beautiful practice if we are those who are connected to the work of justice in the world to find ways of seeing God even in the depths of the valley, whatever that fight for justice might look like. And so this evening, or whenever you are joining us online, I invite you to find a comfortable posture that might mean your feet on the ground, maybe your hands uh, rested gently in your lap. It might mean lowering your gaze to the ground or closing your eyes. You might notice the tenseness you find in your jaw or your back and find ways of breathing through it in and out as a way of relaxing your body into a posture of deep comfort. As we begin this 10-minute reflection, I invite you to ask God to bring to your awareness the moment today or this week that you experienced for which you are most grateful. These are the life-giving moments called consolations. 
if you have a hard time coming up with one, I invite you to think of a moment that you would go back and rewind and relive. Which one would that be? invite you to ask yourself what was said or done in that moment that made it so good you to breathe in the gratitude you felt and receive life again from that moment. And next, I invite you to ask God to bring to your awareness the moment today or this week 
for which you are least grateful. These are our desolations. you're having a hard time thinking of one, perhaps ask yourself, when were you least able to give and receive love? Ask yourself what was said or done in that moment that made it so difficult. the feelings without trying to change or fix it in any way and instead take deep breaths in and out and let God's love fill you just as you are
Finally, I invite you to thank God for all that you have experienced. And later this evening, consider recording your thoughts in a journal. Often rereading these notes will help you see God's grace at work even when your life seemed impossible. And as you listen to this next song, I invite you to gently open your eyes as you continue reflecting on this practice.
Uh, there's a queer theologian named Cassidy Hall who wrote this liturgy in response to the 491 anti-LGBTQ bills that are in Senate, Senates and Houses of Representatives across the country. And she reimagined the Great Thanksgiving as a drag brunch in order to help us notice that Jesus in his time sat proximate to the margins at the table. And in our time, that table extends to all kinds of trans kids and trans adults who are being targeted in our country. And so I invite you into this liturgy knowing that this is our attempt to say Christ's table is one that is extended to all. And so friends joining us at home and those of you in the room, this is Christ's table. All are invited to this table. All genders and sexualities, all expressions and image bearers of the divine. Your presence, dear beloveds, is requested. Your company is desired and your wholeness and ever-becoming self is welcomed. The Lord be with you, and also, and also with you. you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks and praise to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. Divine protector, defender of life, your love for this world is everlasting. As oceans burn and species go extinct, our children are made vulnerable at schools and our neighbors are denied at the borders. There is so much reason to despair. But you, O oh God, refuse to abandon us to destruction. Christ takes on flesh. In the midst of struggle, you are glimpses of hope, encounters of freedom, tastes of what it satisfies when so much leaves empty. In these incarnate moments, we sense the closeness of your kingdom and sing praise to you. the world into right relationship. You lift high those made low. You humble the arrogant. You hear the earth groaning under capitalism and consumption, and your fire burns in the hearts of your prophets. With this hope and assurance, we turn to the witness of Jesus, whose teachings re reveal the way to liberation. We seek his wisdom. 
we practice his courage. We remember his radical commitment to love. On the night Jesus was unjustly arrested by the systemic structures of oppression and hatred, even as he saw the moment approaching, he chose to gather his friends and share a meal. He let his friends know where and when to meet him. And he gathered wine and bread at the biggest table that he could find. And as they gathered, the table elongated and more arrived until all the faces who were beloved and loved were present. Until all presentations of the divine's image in gender and sexuality were among them. In the overflow of love, in the delight of celebration, in the wonder of the vastness of personhood, a drag brunch ensued. Jesus and his friends gathered to see the kings and queens and those in drag among them, fawning and fanning themselves as they glided around the room dancing and singing in their most bold expressions of self, most fantastic reflections of the divine. Here, in the joy of gathering, the exhilaration of life, and in the deep peace of togetherness, Jesus sat, delighted to be among his friends. Then John, Jesus' beloved leapt up from the great seat to go behind the curtain and prepare to join the show. Upon emerging in drag, she leaned over and whispered in Jesus' ear, thank you for loving me. Jesus smiled and seeing his most beloved come fully alive for the first time. And the celebration, it continued until amid the noise and clamor, amid the joy and elation of life most alive, Jesus took bread that was in the middle of the table and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to his beloveds and said, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. May the joy among us now live amid you even in my absence. May you remember to love one another, to love yourselves, and live in the abundant beauty of exactly who you are. After the meal, Jesus took the cup blessed it and shared it with them saying this cup that is poured out is the new covenant this is to joy to possibilities among you and within you to the newness which will live among you in my presence in remembrance of love that gives us life, we proclaim the mystery of our faith.
May the Spirit come and settle upon these gifts of bread and cup, making this, these elements for us be a holy encounter, reminding us that Christ is with us. The resurrection is a promise granted to us that the kingdom is always closer than we can imagine. May we be nourished that we might nourish others. In collective longing for the taste of the kingdom on earth, let us join together in echoing the prayer of Jesus. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Friends, the table is set, and all are invited. Julia, may I invite you to serve with me? I'll invite you to receive the elements by intinction today. You may receive a portion of the bread and dip it into the cup and partake. And for those of you joining us online, the body of Christ, the bread of life for you, and the cup of the new covenant, the cup of love for you.
Let us pray. Divine Light, you shine most brightly in us when we are most fully ourselves. Your holiness awakens wholeness within us. With your image upon us, may we reveal the ever-expanding, ever-becoming table and an openness to the most profound possibilities of love. God, if we grow weary in love, may this meal live on as a reminder of what sustains us. In seeking the flourishing you intend for us, our neighbors, and this planet, keep our hearts tender and our spirits alive and our senses attuned to the beauty that surrounds us. With gratitude for your abiding presence, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Just a note of personal privilege. It's my last service with you all in Foundry. And uh, every pastor needs an outlet. Um, some pastors who are Methodist go to a synagogue and celebrate Friday Shabbat. Others will find a community on a Saturday or later in the week where they can be restored. And you have been my restoration. And so thank you for the ways in which, for all the ways that we were able to celebrate on Sunday evenings that it fed me too. I hope it has fed you along the way. Receive this blessing from Maya Angelou called Continue. My wish for you is that you continue. Continue to be who and how you are. To astonish a mean world with your kindness. Continue to allow humor to lighten the burden of your tender heart. Continue in a society dark with cruelty to let the people hear the grandeur of God in the peals of your laughter. Continue to let your eloquence elevate the people to heights they had only imagined. Continue to remind people that each is as good as the other and that no one is beneath nor above you. Continue to remember that your own young years and look with favor upon the lost and the least and the lonely. Continue to put the mantle of your protection around the bodies of the young and defenseless. Continue to take the hand of the despised and diseased and walk proudly with them in the high street. Some might see you and be encouraged to do likewise. Continue to plant a public kiss of concern on the cheek of the sick and the aged and infirm and count that as a natural action to be expected. Continue to let gratitude be the pillow upon which you kneel to say your nightly prayer and let faith be the bridge to build that you build to overcome evil and welcome good. Continue to ignore no vision which comes to enlarge your range and increase your spirit. Continue to dare to love deeply and risk everything for the good thing. Continue to float happily in the sea of infinite substance which set aside riches for you before you had a name. Continue. By doing so, you and your work will be able to continue eternally. Praise God from whom all blessings.